Okay, people, tomorrow morning, 10 a.m., Santa's coming to town. Santa! Oh, my God! Would you please tell him that instead of presents this year, I just want my family back. Rudolph, with your nose so bright, won't you guide my sleigh tonight? It must be magic. I must find some way to keep Christmas from coming. Nobody's walking out on this fun, old-fashioned family Christmas. Isn't there anyone who knows what Christmas is all about? True, Charlie Brown. I can tell you what Christmas is all about. Seeing isn't believing. Believing is seeing. The best way to spread Christmas cheer is singing loud for all to hear. For another week of Tis Podcast, the podcast dedicated to keeping the Christmas spirit alive 365 days a year. I'm Julia. Je m'appelle Anthony. I'm Tom. Feel a little French today, Anthony? You know, it's the only other language I kind of know. I only know swearing <laughs> in Italian. And I can read Latin. Well, it's not really a, you know, in church, besides church, it's not really a spoken language many places. So I decided to go French. Nice. I like it. Je m'appelle was ruined for me. Ruined or enhanced, whichever way you want to look at it by friends. Because oh. anytime I see it, all I can think is je m'appelle Claude. <laughs> How are you guys doing? <laughs> doing good. How's I'm the well. Christmas haze. The post Christmas haze. It's a real thing. It's not post Christmas yet for for Tom. Right? Have we hit it? it- it is. Will we have hit the twelve days? It will. Okay. It's it's it not post Christmas yet for Jerry. He goes to like end of February. I think. He goes to February second to Candlemas. Okay. Gotcha. Well, slowly but surely, us and our listener base is just trickling out of the Christmas space. It's sad, but it is. Sad. I don't know. As time goes on, it gets a little easier for me. It makes me wonder what things are you looking forward to this year. So I find it helps ease the post-Christmas blues and like those long winter and summer months to have things to look Mm -hmm. forward to on the calendar, Mm -hmm. no matter how Mm -hmm. stupid or insignificant. So what are some things you guys are looking forward to in the run-up to this Christmas, in the run-up to the Burr months, let's say that. Uh, Marty and I are going to um, Missouri for our anniversary trip, our 19th anniversary trip here in a week or two. And then we've got a trip with my parents while the kids are in Ireland, nice. which will be fun. And I mean, Disney is the summer. It's a big trippy year for us. What about y'all? I have not. I have nothing in life to look forward to. <laughs> Julia, I'm sorry that Genie Pass is still going to be there this summer. Yeah, we'll see what happens. We haven't thought that far in advance about how that all looks just so differently than past years, but that's okay. What do I have to look forward to? I'm going to Hawaii in a few weeks. That's super We were fun. supposed to do that two years ago, but then COVID hit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to England in August, and then from there, somewhere in Europe. And besides that, I mean, you know me, I'm a big movie guy. I have the AMC pass so i get three movies a week for 25 dollars a month which pays for itself it would i saw megan this past yeah, week how was that 
It's so freaking good. So Was it really? freaking good. Yeah. I mean, if you look at, not that we take stock around tomatoes, that's a higher critic score than like every Marvel movie and the Dark Knight and everything. Like these movies that are universally, but it's really freaking good. It looks I, so dumb. I it looks fully, so incredibly dumb. I fully expect, I mean, they already have a sequel in development. I fully expect it to be called Megan, like again, but Megan. Again. Megan, again. <laughs> it's so good. It's James Wan. James Wan does not miss. So. What else has he done? He has done, I mean, he did Aquaman. The Con- He's a big horror guy. The Conjuring, Insidious, Dead Silence. He's a big horror guy. Oh, okay. Malignant. Oh, that's where I'm remembering it from, is Malignant. Tom, nothing in life to look forward to? I don't know. I don't know what we got going on. We're talking about Disney maybe this year. I'm not sure if that's going to end up happening. We'll see. I'm thinking a trip to Oklahoma this year at some point for a long weekend. There you go. I feel like it's time to visit where y'all are. Tom can teach both of us all the cool stuff about Tulsa. <laughs> we can uh, We can definitely do some things, y'all. <laughs> we can definitely do the things. I kind of want to do what Julia said, though, back in October, make it a weekend in October and do like a big, like cheesy horror movie marathon one night. Halloween-a-thon? Yeah, that'd be fun. Mm-hmm. That'd be fun. That would be fun. Speaking of fun, mm-hmm. the Golden Globes are on tonight. And Michelle Yeoh and Ki Hun Kwan, is that his name? Ki Hai Kwan from Everything everywhere all at once both one and i'm so so happy for them you gotta watch it tom i haven't still haven't seen it i know but you gotta carve some time you won't be disappointed and if you are don't tell me because that would wreck me it would break my heart it would wreck (laughs) me i fully expect the movie itself to win but the movie hasn't been announced yet the winner of best trauma yeah yeah is it a drama i wondered what category they were going to put it in I don't know, but I did see multiverse category movie as well, isn't it? It is. I did see our good friend Matt Yurick from TGI Friday podcast watched it for the first time this past weekend, and he can't stop thinking about it. So I commented on Twitter about uh, I had to get my dig in there and be like, "It's the only good multiversal movie from last year." And set the bar for what a multiverse movie should be. And he was like, amen to that. Doctor Strange was crap. And I was like, yes. I was so happy. Wow. Wow. Yep. So Matt. words, man. No, they are not. If you saw the movie, they are accurate words. Movie was abysmal. Speaking of Marvel movies, did you all see the trailer for the new Ant-Man movie that dropped yesterday? Yeah, it nope. looks really good. Ant-Man and Wasp? Yeah. Uh, Quantumania. The, yeah, Quantumania. It looks like a sequel to Shark Boy and Lava Girl. No, it doesn't. Effects-wise? Yeah, it does. No, it doesn't. It does. It absolutely does. But You could looks... put Paul Rudd in the Shark Boy, Lava Girl trilogy, and I would watch all of them and tell you. You, you could put him in everything. Event eventually we're gonna get to 
the Halloween timeline that he was in when he was a young buck and still looks exactly the same. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, those movies, he's probably the only, well, a lot of people don't think he was good in those movies, but he's Paul Rudd, so you'll probably think he was the best thing about those specific I love Paul Rudd. Who it's doesn't love Paul Rudd? I'm sure there's some person out there that doesn't love Paul Rudd. I can't stand mm. Paul Rudd. Oh, please. I know, I really can. <laughs> Ooh, I know what you can't stand, though. <laughs> this movie? This movie tonight. I wouldn't even call it a movie. I'd call it a TV special. It's like half an hour. We are covering the 2022 release to Disney Plus and Hulu and other properties. Because it's, it's it's Mickey Mouse. Uh, Mickey Saves Christmas. It's a TV special. It's a short little 23-minute thing geared towards kids. So before we even get into it, I have a question for y'all about Disney. Yeah. So out, of, out of the core five, right? Mickey, Minnie, Goofy, Donald, and like Pluto. Who's your favorite and why? Goofy. Not in general, Goofy not necessarily the special. Know. Goofy, okay. Yeah. What about you? What about you, Tom? Probably Donald Duck. Really? He was my favorite as a kid. Is that is that why we're such good friends now? Because I'm also short tempered and easily flustered. <laughs> I just liked his I just liked his voice when I was younger, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm, that yeah, voice. I get that. Listeners, do your best Donald Duck impressions for us, and we'll play them on the next episode. My favorite was Pluto. Pluto's sweet. With Goofy as a close second. Even though yeah, I'm... they're like, I feel like there wasn't enough personality in Pluto when I was a kid. But now I, I just think Pluto's precious. Yes, even though I have questions about how some dogs can walk and talk and others. Why are... is Pluto yes. a dog, but Goofy is anthropomorphized? Well, according to some people, Goofy is not a dog. He's a cow. Yeah, We talked about this before, but I only see him as a dog. I can't see him as a cow. I'm sorry. No. He's just a Goofy to me. But my favorite meet and greets in Disney, because Goofy's my second favorite, have Pluto and Goofy together. Animal Kingdom, oh, they show yeah. up as a pair a lot. Yeah, that's a good pair. That's yeah. a winner. And they're both on their feet at Disney World. Spoiler Yes, they are. <laughs> okay, well, that's an excellent point. When you're actually in the parks, between those two, my favorite character is Pluto. So Pluto gave me a bloody nose as a kid. Did <gasps> I ever say that story? Tell you that no, story? No, you didn't. You need to share that story. No. Yeah, I was I was at the park. Um, it's really 12. You know how they kind of lean down to talk to kids a bit? They don't just stand yeah. up, right? They kind of lean down, crouch down. He was switching between me and my sister. But I don't know. At some point, he was turning his head, and my head was a little too close. And whack! His big old nose went right into my big old nose, and I got a bloody nose. What and did the did... cast members do when that happened? Well, you know, he did the thing, covered his eyes, shook his head, you know, like he's so That's sorry. He does that. Yeah. I like it when he signs autographs, he puts it up on top of his nose. Yeah, I like that too. I've always loved eyes that. Can see it. I always thought that was sweet. I love all um, of the actors, uh, the cast members acting when they're in characters. Yeah, like me when too. me and Sarah went on our honeymoon and we had the buttons. Like every time we met a character, how excited silently they would be for us. Yeah. Yeah. I love it too. 
Okay, so this special, it's funny that Pluto is is a favorite, either in cosplay form or <laughs> in animation. Um, he's kind of a central uh, plot point for this particular special. So quick little plot synopsis. In this stop-motion holiday special, Mickey, Minnie, and their pals attempt to create the perfect Christmas at their snowy cabin. However, when Pluto causes Santa to lose all the presents on his sleigh, the friends travel to the North Pole on a quest to save Christmas and find the true meaning of the holiday. Um, I'm assuming histories with this special is just saw it because it just came out. Just saw it, but I'm curious to hear what your overall opinion is before we dive as deep as you can into the special. Spoiler alert, probably a short episode. Let's see, feelings about this one. So Anthony harassed me about this special. Like, couldn't believe me, a Disney file, had not watched it. <laughs> and I didn't even know this thing came out. He didn't harass me. That's a strong word. Um, but so I was like, shocked I that really... a Disney file with Disney kids didn't see it. Particularly a six-year-old who loves Mickey Mouse, Disney kid. You're absolutely right. It is shocking we didn't watch this in the season. It's even more shocking. I did not watch this with Jude today. Anyway, um, that was an oversight. Probably should have done that. Um, I went into this tainted because Tom had eviscerated it in our text chat. So I, I was, I was, I had like preconceived notions of what this would be. And I didn't entirely agree with Tom. So um, I didn't hate this. It felt very childish. Um, and it reminded me a lot of um, Mickey Mouse Clubhouse, which I despise. I really hate Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. It's like, it's too baby for me to enjoy at any age. It's not one of those wonderful kid shows that scales, you know, scales well to parents like Phineas and Barb and Bluey and those. Um, but I actually found the animation charming. Um, it had uh, kind of that buddies um, musical stop motion feel to it where it felt textured and crafted, which I liked. Um, but I mean, it was fine. I definitely need to watch it with Jude. I think he would enjoy it. Um, yeah, so it's fine. Tom, how about you? I hated it. Do you hate everything about it? I didn't find anything redeemable. Um, the voices were uh, not the voices I was used to on all the characters. Uh, the animation style looked like a really cheap attempt at using computers to make it look like the stop motion claymation. And it just ended up like looking like cheap dollar store plastic toys. And the mouths, the mouth movements were awful and out of sync. Uh, no, nothing. I, I didn't like anything about. It. I didn't like the music. Didn't like the script. Didn't like the story. Okay, I was shocked how little advertising this one got because this. Oh, it was I only because found... it was so terrible. They they didn't advertise because it's so terrible. The same reason Julia's phone tried to get her to stop from making it play the the show. I was surprised how <laughs> advertising this one got. I only discovered it existed like two days before it aired simultaneously on the Disney Channel, ABC, Hulu, and Disney Plus, 7 p.m. across all of that. Wow. Um, I did not watch it the night it aired. I watched it a few nights later, and 
I enjoyed it for what it was. I don't have kids. I'm a Disney fan, not a Disney file like Julia is, especially recent Disney. But Mickey Mouse and his gang are so historically embedded into Disney and our Disney that like they're the ones I would consider myself a Disney file of, like the classic Disney, right? Um I thought I thought it was charming. I thought it was fine. Is it the best? thing ever starring mickey mouse no we covered things starring mickey mouse that are way better uh mickey's mm-hmm. once upon a christmas mickey's christmas carol uh we haven't covered it yet but mickey's twice upon a christmas is better even though the animation in that is awful um but just like with the muppets there's only so low a mickey mouse special can go like even the bad ones are still still bring it back to your child and make you smile enough, in my opinion, and you can get enough enjoyment out of. So I'd lump Mickey Mouse with Kermit and his gang into the same category that way. Um, don't know if I'd go out of my way to watch it again, but if it was on TV, I wouldn't change the channel. And regarding the animation, I'm somewhere between both of you. I thought it was charming enough, but I think the rougher nightmare before christmas and rougher rankin bass stuff is more charming just because they have that more authentic feel to it i agree with that i am completely on board with tom on this one the voices were uncomfortable to me um because they didn't sound familiar enough for me to be i i agree but at the same time it is not as egregious to me as kermit's new voices yeah that one is way too out of left field for me Gotcha. All right. Uh, Mickey Mouse is voiced by Brett Iwan. Uh, Minnie Mouse voiced by Caitlin Robrock. Goofy is Bill Farmer. Donald Duck is voiced by Tony Anselmo. Do your best Donald Duck, Julia. Oh, I can't do it. Tom, do your best Donald Duck. I don't know. That wasn't bad. (laughs) (laughs) That really wasn't bad. Are you going to do yours? No, I can't do it. Okay, great. <laughs> <laughs> um, Daisy Duck is voiced by Deborah Wilson. We have a Mr. and Santa Claus in not Mr. We have a Mrs. Claus and Santa in the special. I mean, it is a Christmas special. Um, that is Cameron Grimes and Brock Powell, respectively. Um, and then we have some smaller children characters. Um, so most of our core ones, Pluto, you will notice, is not credited with a voice as, guess what? really talk no voice dog voices you know not to give away many of the mickey christmas specials we haven't covered on this show yet but pluto always gets into some pretty serious trouble in a lot of disney christmas stuff he does he does so the trouble he gets to in this one um we've got mickey who lives in a cabin in the middle of the woods um cute little cabin i'm a big fan um he has taken a lot of time and effort to decorate said cabin for christmas but really with one thing in mind not to add christmas charm to his life but to make sure santa knows how to get to his house (laughs) he has a mickey laid out on the ground around the grounds of his home and i mean it's decked out in lights it's super cute um, I do appreciate, as I appreciate in all Mickey slash Disney specials, how many hidden Mickeys they can sneak into the special. So like the outlets are shaped with Mickey, the um, wreaths on the front of the cabin are super cute and shaped like Mickey. There's Mickey shapes all over this, which I love. 
Now, Julie, I have a Disney question for you because you'd be the one to know this. Are, and I get confused, just like I always do with Kermit and Miss Piggy because they change their relationship status so often. Are Mickey and Minnie married or are they dating? I think it changes. In this one, she's not living at the cabin, is she? Or is she? I don't know. I don't think so. Yeah. I think they leave it purposefully ambiguous, honestly. Because that's not true. Okay. In an interview in 1933 with Walt Disney, um, Walt Disney was interviewed by the film pictorial magazine and he let us know that they are married. Okay. Not that I put stock in the fact that Disney Properties is honoring what Walt Disney once committed to nowadays, especially considering the special was created and published during the Chapek years. But they don't go out of their way to show you that they're married. And Donald and Daisy are just boyfriend and girlfriend, right? Donald and Daisy. The exact quote says, in private life, Mickey is married to Minnie. A lot of people have written to him asking this question because sometimes he appears to be married to her in her films and at other times still courting her. What it really amounts to is that Minnie is, for screen purposes, his leading lady. If the story calls for a romantic courtship, then Minnie is the girl. But when the story requires a married couple, then they appear as man and wife. In the studio, we have decided that they are married already. Okay. That makes sense then. Makes sense. But yeah. Donald and Daisy are not, correct? Correct. Daisy is Donald Duck's girlfriend. I figured it would take a lot to be married to that guy. It would. Especially with his kids. <laughs> Nephews. <laughs> Nephews. Right. But they, yeah, they're his, that is a lot of work. <laughs> they're his nephews, but we never see their parents. No, never. I'm surprised they never, never. did like a special about that. I think it's because they got shot during hunting season oh lord <laughs> uh, but eventually since disney's remaking all these movies from the villain's point of view when they do the bambi <laughs> hunter hunter movie you'll see uh donald's like brother and his sister-in-law mounted oh on gosh. the wall or something that's terrible <laughs> <laughs> that's terrible somebody's already made that movie though i pretty much guarantee it a hundred percent um okay so as Mickey is finishing decorating. Um, Pluto in his doggy self sees a squirrel. I think it's a squirrel, right? It's a squirrel. I really thought they missed yeah. an opportunity here to have Chip and Dale, just like that old 50s special where they wrecked the tree, Pluto's Christmas tree. Yep. So it's Pluto is chasing a squirrel and ends up pulling lights off the house, which disconnects them, which is happening at the exact moment Santa and santa are flying over is mrs claus on the sleigh too at the very beginning no okay very confused by that um not that she's not on the sleigh just it was a choice that was made um at the direct moment that santa is flying over the lights get cut to mickey's house and this causes santa to wreck he can't see the house and um one reindeer gets away prancer gets away but the big problem is a vast amount of presents are lost in this tragic wreck. And that's a problem because it's not that Mickey was like chomping at the bit to get his present. It's that, oh no, there's this whole 
batch of kids that aren't going to have presents. And that's a problem, right? Mm. That just. He wasn't chomping at the bit to get his present. He decorated his house purely so Santa could visit him. He was, but. But it's it's concerned. That wasn't his concern at the time of the. Right. Pluto screwing everything up. Well, we just wanted to have coffee with Santa. Is that why he really wanted wanted Santa to visit? That's like some serious street cred of Santa, like, I don't know. They kind of act like buddies, like buddy buddies. Um, Mickey, I mean, you have what happens in anything where Pluto or any other character does something wrong. Um, you have kind of like that immediate little irritation, but then everything's fine and all that. Again, every Christmas special, I feel like Mickey is kicking Pluto out of the house for a while. I know. Yeah. So this is where we have a divergence of storylines. Um, one, we have the group goes to the North Pole to help save Christmas. Hence because they've been saves Christmas. And they've been elves before. Yeah, they're highly skilled toy makers all of a sudden. I can yep. do it. It's fine. The other storyline is Prancer, who is like clearly Santa's favorite reindeer. Okay. The way he talks about her. And this is where Mrs. Claus materializes out of thin air to come help <laughs> with the effort and commiserate with the loss of Prancer is like gone. Prancer like booked it and took off. And so Santa's like, look, Mrs. Claus, we're going to go find this reindeer while everybody else does my job tonight. Well, Pr- Prancer comes back to the cabin, which is now empty, and goes yes. inside to warm up. And this is just, I found this whole little segment cute, like just how his ant- her antlers keep getting in the way and destroying everything. Yes. yes. She's just a big puppy that's left alone in a house mm-hmm. and with does antlers. just kind of, yeah, with the antlers and just kind of trashes everything um this it was funny but it definitely was geared towards the whole special is geared towards a very young crowd very very mm-hmm. young crowd um yep. which can be unpleasant for adults to watch and that's why uh-huh. i kind of like mm, that's why the dialogue mm-hmm. is rough and that's why the you know fill in the blank it's i just kept qualifying it as a as a younger crowd I'm not the I'm not the target audience for this. Tom, did you watch this with Ellie? No. I watched it while Ellie was in school. Okay. I suspect this would be too young for Ellie. I think so. I think Do you think more like Jude would have liked it? Maybe. Maybe. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna let him watch it, you know, and see he what he says. Let us know. He seems way more advanced than this. He way does. Cool but sometimes it. he likes stupid crap (laughs) i'm a 33 year old man and i liked it tom does that mean i am not advanced i stand by what i said (laughs) (laughs) okay so so while we have um while we have prancer destroying the cabin we get to see the pals all wrapping presents and getting things ready and they're motivated to help out and it's you know buffered by song most of this is buffered by song what do you think of the music in this i know tom already said he didn't like it what about you julia it's fine i thought they were cute enough yeah they were cute enough like i don't remember them now that i stepped away from them they're forgettable but Mm -hmm. like in the moment yeah it's not bad yeah um 
so they make the presents and they realize oh gosh like how are we gonna how are we gonna deliver these presents all we have are these two little baby reindeer snow they don't even notice pluto's gone yet no they don't but they do stumble upon an old sleigh one of santa's old sleighs and they think they've got the answers in the meantime what is pluto doing anthony what is he doing okay is he He redecorating the house did he find all the gifts i can't remember what was he doing no, he disappeared. I thought he was just sulking. He was he was gone, being depressed and sad. Yeah, feeling unloved. Mickey's gonna have to give him a pep talk in the sleigh because it does really magnify it. Yep, he feels bad. He's the dog that you're like, "What did you do?" And the dog is like, "Oh, I did do it. I'm so mm. sorry. I did do it." Um, but that's quickly fixed and patched over. When in the sleigh before they're about to take off to save Christmas, Mickey's like, I should have been paying more attention to you. But instead I was focused on, you know, decorating the house and everything else. And all you want to do is play catch. And I should have just played catch with my best bud. Poor puppy. You were neglected and I didn't do a good job. That's right. I'm a terrible pet owner. I love you, Larry. Oh. It's a shared experience on the air right now. (laughs) um meanwhile santa in fact finds prancer (laughs) mrs claus who okay let's talk about santa and mrs claus real fact real fast um they're mice right Mm -hmm. okay Mm -hmm. i don't like santa like this and i really don't like mrs claus like when you say like this do you mean as mice they're not cute mice. I don't like, like Santa as anything but a human being. Like I he, don't I, I still could have like, taken him as a human in this Mickey Mouse special. Yeah, why did he have I, to be a mouse? Size. Size? Well, but I mean, even Mickey is you like know, because size matters not big enough. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just, I'm totally joking because Pluto is way bigger than should be way bigger than mickey right right um, um i didn't love santa yeah. the teeth upset me i think that's what it was i think it was like the big mouth and that's where the stop motion was not successful for me was his mouth was very garish and i didn't appreciate that so i didn't he like santa and mrs claus style he mouth. ain't that cute looking precious yet very mean rudolph santa that's for sure so precious those beady little eyes. His little stick leg and his <laughs> big belly and his bald head. I love that Santa. He's so cute to me. I just really love him. Um, okay, so they find Prancer and I mean, all is right with the world, right? All is right side. with the world. Yep. Um, th- the minute they find Prancer and kind of realize that their Christmas is saved because they have one of their reindeer, their lost reindeer back. Um, they look up in the air and what do they see? Pluto leading the sleigh. That's right, because he stepped up. He stepped, stepped up, up to lead that big old sleigh with like two little miniature reindeer. They even gave him fake antlers to wear in his head. They sure did. Um, and you see them flying over the night sky in the neighborhood that was going to get short of the stick. And presents are automatically flying out of the bag and just into 
Yeah, I don't, the chimneys. I, which, I don't like that. I don't like that either. But how else? Like, would you rather have seen Mickey down the chimney? I think we could have got some like brief comedy bit if Goofy was going down the chimneys. Oh, that would have been funnier. Each oh, one of them. Fu- a lot. Funnier. Yeah, that, that was a missed opportunity. They should have done that. But um, just the presence dropping kind of nullifies the need for Santa altogether, right? Right. Like, if the magic exists, then how do we know Santa's not dialing it in? Exactly. Right. Mm-hmm. And he's already dialing it in by going out one night a year. I know then... it, making the elves do all the work. We didn't see any elves, by the way. Yeah, no, well, we they must have already started their tried... vacation. <laughs> we saw what happened when they tried to do Christmas every day. It doesn't work. That's, That's not, true. They all disappear. They disappear. <laughs> <laughs> um, Santa and Mrs. Claus do see the the sleigh, and they say, "Oh, you know, Mickey saved Christmas." And there's your tagline. Um, and then we're done, and that's it. Short, sweet, to the point. Do you think we'll see more specials in this style of animation from Please, Disney? No. Uh, I really hope not. I don't know necessarily about this style, but definitely the newer animation style that they seem to like. I wish for Mickey Mouse cartoons, they would stick to traditional 2D animation. Just keep it old school with them. I get get needing to update it for newer audiences, but I feel like they're so classic and iconic. Keep them old school. So what's funny, you say that, and I fully agree, aside from the 2013 to 2019 Mickey Mouse series where they look a little Ren and Stimpy off kilter. I love, yeah, but they were 2D. They were 2D. It, right, right. So yeah, that's definitely different. But I actually like, like that's an example of a kid's cartoon that I enjoy watching. I loved it. And I like how they gave Mickey they gave Mickey Mouse a little bit of edge in that. He wasn't Mr. Yeah. Goody Two Shoes like he always is. Because anger if, issues. Because if you go back to all the little shorts they did, the 30s, 40s, 50s, etc., Mickey was not always Mr. Goody Two Shoes. That's kind of what he became in the more modern era. So I like right. that this cartoon kicked to old school that way. Me too. And if you go to the and, parks and you ride the Disney ride at Hollywood Studios, it is yep. this style that is Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Mine Train. Or Runaway and Mine I will Mine say Mine this as well. That cartoon has a fantastic Halloween and a fantastic Christmas special. Oh, we need to put that on the list. Mm-hmm. Although who knows with Tom? I bet Tom would like it. I guess we'll find out. I mean, that yeah. Mickey and Minnie I don't special feel like it can be worse than this. For Mickey and Minnie. So maybe that'll be more successful for you. Not the classic voices, but they're more Mickey-like. Is that the one with the hippos skating? No, but I love no. that old cartoon. This oh, no, one that's is Twice like... Upon a Christmas. Yeah. That's Disney. That's Mickey's Twice Upon a Christmas. This one is just a show that was on for a while that even Ethan, if it's on and Jude's watching it, Ethan's like, man, I used to love this show. <laughs> like, uh, I didn't realize it had been Mickey, on that long. Yeah. Mickey's Twice Upon a Christmas is the one that um, stole the idea of Pete's Christmas, right? For the There is a Christmas Every Day segment for in that Chip one, and yes. 
Uh, they for try the, to be like uh, no for Donald's nephews. Yeah. I have a, okay. I have seen this, and I the animation doesn't immediately okay. make me love it. It yeah, it's the Ren and Stimpy look that I'm not sure applies mm -hmm. to. Uh quick uh shout out for all our animation lovers out there. This will probably be more for Mike Westfall than anyone. If you haven't watched the documentary on Hulu, um, called The Orange Years, which is about Nickelodeon becoming a powerhouse network, and it talks about Ren and Stimpy and the shows that put them on the map like that. It's very interesting, so check it out. I love a good documentary. Oh, me too. Um. Okay, so let's... Well, is this a Christmas special? Yes, and whatever the problems with that, Tom, I know you didn't like the animation, but didn't you think the the non-character aesthetic looked nice? Like, Mickey's cabin looked very beautiful decked out. You didn't think so? The The scenery looked good. The characters did not. Okay, I can live with that. It did have no. a cute, it did have a cute Christmassy aesthetic. But yes, absolutely, it's a Christmas special, Julia. This could not take place any other time besides Christmas. Yeah, it's not them saving the Easter Bunny. Correct. Okay, agree, full agree. Um, where would you put it on our rankings, or what would you give it? Coming in at a solid one and a quarter. Ooh. I'll come in at a five. Guys, harsh. I get it though. I was I'm gonna be the high one and go seven. What? Because <laughs> it's a this four point one six seven. Garbage. Hot garbage. No. Cold like six day old garbage. With the rotten Ugh, stink. Hot coming. garbage is worse. That puts it just below Robbie the Reindeer Hooves on Fire and just above the Snowman. I got a Robbie the Reindeer feel. I meant to say that. There were moments where I was like, huh, little Robbie the Reindeer. Which, you know, based on who you are, take that as a plus or a minus. Minus for me. Yeah. Um. Okay, so for friends of the podcast that want to share their feelings on this special or anything else we've talked about. I'd be interested to see how many people like Westfall, like the Mickey Mouse series that we're talking about. That's got the Ren and Stimpy vibes, Mike Westfall. Um, so let us know <laughs> what y'all think about it. Um, <laughs> and where can they do that, Anthony? Linktree.com slash tits podcast. It'll take you to all our social media sites, Facebook, Reddit, Twitter, Instagram and Patreon, where for as little as a dollar per month, you can get full bonus episodes. There's tons of back content up there. Uh, there will be tons of new content this year. Um, you know, comic, but we have so many comic movies coming out this year. Uh, we have so many horror movies coming out this year, which are usually what I like to do on Patreon, both of those genres. So, you guys will be feasting, so check it out. And awesome. Tom, we aren't we working stickers. on a new website? We're not working on it. It is live. Oh <gasps> yeah, man! Check it out, guys. Tom, do you want to? Is the podcast dot com? You can check out and find our link, our list, 
of Christmas movies ranked. Um, right now we're through to the top 75, but there'll be more by next week. And uh, you can go there and easily look at our rankings, click and listen to an episode within our new website. It's really cool looking, so check it out. Thank you, Tom, for doing that. Yeah, thank you, Tom. I really want to uh, take one of Jerry's Totally Rad Christmas episodes where he thanks Tom for doing his website and just plug that elaborate thank you in right here on behalf of Anthony and Julia <laughs> for the Totally Rad new website. You should. Um, so next week... We're staying in the realm of animation, y'all. We are covering we are. Netflix's 2022 Scrooge, A Christmas Carol, which I believe last week you guys had said that uh, wasn't the most popular thing in our Facebook group this past year. No, there's been some serious hate for this one. <laughs> like, walk out of the movie, but not really because they weren't watching it in a movie theater kind of bad. So I'm interested. And then the week after that, third time is the charm. <laughs> We are covering, finally, Fat Man, which the more I think about it, the more annoyed I am. I didn't put this back to back with Violent Night. <laughs> they would have made a good double feature. Um, would have. That's true. But th- third time's a charm. I can't wait. Uh, we're still getting to it quicker than Kevin McCarthy got the speaker's gavel. So uh, yay, us. Oh we are more accomplished. <laughs> um, but I'm excited. And then after that, you know, we have some pretty good stuff on the menu uh, menu the schedule uh i did watch the menu by the way it was fantastic so check that out y'all um but yeah the week after that we're covering merry happy whatever and the week after that dash and lily i'm excited i am too both of those are great little christmas mini series we'll call them which is what we'll need because it will help shorten the feel anyway of the time between now and christmas which as it stands right now as the day this drops is 8232 hours you know what that's only 343 days it's 49 weeks do your homework y'all get everything done you know i gotta start earlier this year because i felt this year was rushed last year was rushed do your homework y'all bye bye We should have done it like, bye, bye, bye. Hear the sleigh bells jingling, feel the old familiar tingling. You can sense the hope and happiness in the air. See the shoppers hustling, while the snowy streets are bustling. Tis the season to sing, wing, ding-a-ding, joy everywhere. Susie, tell Goofy Claus what you want for Christmas. Susie wants a soccer ball and Pearl a stroller for her doll. And Elry wants a big blue tray. Jinxie skipped his second nap for the chance to sit on Santa's lap. Ah, what a cute! 
just one more Christmas flight up here. I have to keep my focus clear. I want it to be perfect for my friends. <laughs> just a moment, pal. The display will be so grand. Even better than I planned. <laughs> oh, not much time till Santa's sleigh will end. Every time I see a Christmas tree. 